0: Governor J.B. Pritzker adds three mitigation mandates to combat the Delta variant. Eastern Illinois University adds beach volleyball to its roster. More on these stories. I'm Kelsey Watsonauer. I'm Sarah Henry. And this is Lee Enterprises Long
1: Story Short. Good evening, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of Long Story Short, where we recap central Illinois news from Lee Enterprises journalists. I know we're a little late today, but that's just how the cookie crumbles here today, folks. Um, So first, we have to get started with some big state news coming from the governor's office this week. On Wednesday, Governor JB Pritzker announced a three-pronged mitigation approach to combat the Delta variant in Illinois. First, an executive order mandates
0: masks must be worn inside all schools and childcare facilities by everyone, regardless of whether or not they've been vaccinated against COVID-19. This comes after a summer of long school board meetings across central Illinois, wherein parents and community members spoke up in favor and in opposition to the mask requirement. This mandate eliminates that choice. Pritzker said he had hoped a mask mandate would not be necessary after the CDC came out with guidance urging everyone to wear masks as the Delta variant gains momentum across the country and here in Illinois, but, quote, far too few school districts, districts have chosen to follow the federal Centers for Disease Control prescriptions for keeping students and staff safe, he said. This mandate also extends to school sports, so athletes and coaches will be required to mask up for indoor recreation, though they won't have to outdoors.
1: The second element of Wednesday's announcement was a vaccine requirement for all state employees who work in congregate facilities. That includes veterans' homes, correction facilities, and developmental centers, and psychiatric hospitals within the Department of Human Services. Though Pritzker stopped short of requiring vaccines for all state employees. And Central Illinois employees at the Decatur, Lincoln, Logan, and Pontiac Correctional Centers will be affected by this mandate. In those facilities, a combined 770 COVID-19 cases have been reported among staff, and a combined 1,300 cases among inmates since March 2020. Pritzker said in state-run veterans homes, the vaccine rates of employees is far lower than that of residents who are among the most vulnerable to the virus. He said, quote, it's the residents who are ending up seriously sick, hospitalized, or worse. It's a breach of safety, it's fundamentally wrong, and in Illinois, it's going to stop. Those affected state employees have until October 4th to become fully vaccinated.
0: The third prong is every other long-term care facility. A universal mask mandate is now in place for all long-term care facilities in Illinois, including those that are privately owned and operated. Pritzker said this has this was Pritzker said this was already standard practice for much of the industry, but with the Delta variant spread, he wants to leave no doubt on the need for compliance. One second.
1: We have full coverage including local reactions video from the announcement and more on each of our three websites. So head on over to pantagraph.com, herald-review.com and jg-tc.com to get all of that content. All right, Kelsey, why don't you tell me what's going on with the uh, Bloomington Ice Center's former assistant manager? A former Bloomington Ice Center assistant manager is reportedly exploring legal
0: options over what his lawyer called unsubstantiated allegations of sexual harassment and subsequent firing. John Bobby Denardi, 37, was fired from his position with the ice center following a city of Bloomington investigation that determined he had been sexually harassing a female worker for about 2 years, reporter Kate Heather wrote this week. According to the termination letter and the report, city investigators wrote that Denardi sent late-night text messages to a worker starting when she was 16 years old and inappropriately touched her at work. To read more about the investigation, Denardi's firing, and what legal options he may be pursuing, you can find story at panograph.com So I hear you've been talking to some
1: businesses this week, Sierra. What's going on with the world? <laughs> well, thank you for asking. This week, we took a look at how the coronavirus pandemic has disrupted global supply chains. If you've been out shopping, you've probably noticed certain items are sold out completely at various businesses. Central Illinois business owners say that the disruption is being felt at all levels and first started when manufacturing facilities shut down because of the virus, and now they are facing labor shortages and trucking, shipping, and other manufacturing offshore, being unable to keep up with demand. The issue particularly affects car manufacturers, um, which use it, which many, many of which use semiconductor chips and. That has subsequently led to prices of used cars to skyrocket, to skyrocket since people are unable to buy um, new cars off the lot. For the full scoop, you can find my story at pantograph.com to read more about how this issue is being felt at various businesses and what items you might not be able to find in stores. Um, it really affects like a whole gambit of items uh, from appliances like refrigerators to lawn mowers to even pl- pool chlorine tablets, which that's a whole separate issue. I also spoke with a professor about it, so if you want a little bit more of a researcher side of things, you can definitely check that out as well. And now Kelsey's gonna end off this section with a really, really cute story. (laughs) You know, my favorite topic is
0: birds. birds. The Illinois Raptor Center of Decatur has rescued three peregrine falcon chicks after their eggs were discovered last year at O'Hare International Airport in Chicago. The airport originally discovered four eggs, but one of the eggs did not survive the rescue mission. The chicks have since hatched, and they're thriving, according to Jacques Nuzzo, the program director for the Raptor Center. Valerie Wells this week got to meet the baby chicks that are joining the bachelor peregrine falcon Sam at the center, uh, and Sam had stepped in as the role of the foster dad for the chicks. We have a lot of cute photos and videos of these amazing little birds, and uh, you can read that full story, which is quite heartwarming, at herald
1: And now it's time for sports. Eastern Illinois University is adding beach volleyball to its roster of competitive sports this year. It will be the university's 21st intercollegiate sports team and will provide new opportunities for collegiate athletes, of course. Current volleyball associate head coach Manolo Concepcion will will serve as the head coach for the team, which will incorporate the players on the current indoor volleyball roster as team members Um, because they will retain eligibility from the fall into the spring semester. For full details on the new sport, you can find uh, the full story at gg-tc.com. Kelsey's going to now tell us about a Bloomington murder trial that ended this week.
0: Uh, the third defendant in an April 2019 murder was found guilty on Tuesday. A, Mc- a McLean County jury returned a guilty verdict for 22 year old Amari McNabb on charges of first degree murder and mob action, but he was acquitted on a charge of aggravated discharge of a firearm in the shooting death of 25 year old Juan Nash, who was killed April 4, 2019, at an outdoor party on Orchard Road in Bloomington. Before McNabb McNabb went to trial, co-defendant Scotty Allen was found guilty last summer in Nash's murder and sentenced to 50 years in prison. Exodus Hebert, another co-defendant, pleaded guilty to first-degree murder charges earlier this year, and he was given 20 years. McNabb faces up to 60 years in prison for the murder charge when he is sentenced on October 25th. So for full details on this case and his trial, you can find Kate Heather's stories
1: at pantograph.com. Decatur Police arrested a man suspected in two shootings on Wednesday. 28-year-old Dana E. Bond Jr. of Decatur was taken into custody by officers from the U.S. Marshals. Decatur Police and the Macon County Sheriff's Office on warrants for attempted murder and aggravated battery with a firearm related to a June 20th shooting at Prairie Avenue and Martin Luther King Jr. Drive, where a woman received a graze wound. He also had an active warrant for attempted murder in May in a may 17th shooting in the 800 block of south maffitt street in which a 24 year old man was shot in the abdomen two other men have also been charged in these shootings and are in macon county custody for full details on these shootings and the defendants you can find Donette beckett's report at herald-review.com and now for some lighter news we're going to close out with some community news as always kelsey tell me what's going on in charleston so here's a fun little story to
0: end the pod on. Uh, Charleston High School seniors are making their final mark on their school just a few weeks shy of their last first day. Following the tradition, uh, following tradition, the seniors met in the high school parking lot to paint their parking spaces this week. Athena Pager spoke to several of the students and we have plenty of photos and videos. So if you wanna know more about what these ki- kids had to say and how they made their mark on their way out. Be sure to head on over to jg tccom to read the full story. I know a lot; these traditions happen in a lot of our, our local high schools, so they're, they're always fun to see what the, the kids come up with. Um, I like I know in Normal they paint like bricks, and uh, in another school they paint like ceiling tiles. It's very fun. We're looking forward to the going back to
1: school. Oh, that's really cool. I didn't know about Normal's brick thing. Yeah, um, fast. we didn't have like any like like school-wide specific traditions. I think maybe, I don't know, maybe because we're a little too, like, large for it. We're not, we're not larger than, like, normal or anything like that. Like, a school of, a school of 400, but um, if even that, my class of 102. But, um, like, for band, everyone, we had these posters on our cabinets for, like, our instrument cabinets, and there's these, like, very vintage... Yeah. posters like at least 20 years old at the time and everyone like would sign their name on the poster and um that was really sweet um
0: yeah my school was very small but we didn't have anything like this i don't think you didn't have to take your tractor to oh
1: we did okay there?
0: okay we had oh my god really yeah of course we... okay listen my high school mascot was the farmer that is giving away too much personal information because there's only one of those in the state so but awesome. Yeah, my high school mascot was a farmer. FFA week was a big deal. Um, I don't know if they had it every. I don't know if uh, drive your tractor to school day was part of FFA week every year, but it definitely was there some of the some of the years. Um, but we had we had like assemblies for FFA week. We we had like um, like relay races, and it was so fun. Um, well, it was more fun to watch, and like the biggest thing of FFA week was the pork chop day. I don't know how we got on FFA week, but um, we. I was. I, I was about
1: bring your tractor to school. Yeah.
0: Day. But I was just going to say, we didn't really have like senior mark your place kind of yeah, traditions at all. Either. We just, you know,
1: we had Olymp- out and left. <laughs> we had Junior Olympics, which was like homecoming week for most places, but, Ju- but the Olympics were like, they were kind of like sporting events and stuff so like tug of war and like a relay race and stuff like that but anyways, anyways that's, that's gonna do it for us today <laughs> folks uh as always if you're enjoying this podcast and our reporting check us out on apple podcasts spotify or google podcasts while you're at it head on over to pantograph.com herald-review.com and jg to look up subscription information and consider supporting hashtag local journalism
0: Oh, and go to
1: the county fair. Oh yeah, go to the McLean County Fair, uh, where you can see the cows, and, and they're so pretty goats and um, pigs, and maybe eat some fair food. Hell yeah. All right, enjoy.